Hello, wonderful, beautiful women of God. Welcome to His Daughter's Keeper, a ministry of four Christian life coaches who speak the word and truth of our Lord and Savior. We believe with all our hearts that Jesus loves you, but we also know that sometimes life is hard and as Christians we face many struggles. We are here to help you overcome those spiritual challenges to enhance your well-being and walk with the Lord. Please feel free to give us a like and a follow at His Daughter's Keeper Facebook page so we can answer your questions and connect you with the right resources for support. Thank you again for joining us, sisters. Enjoy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, God, for um, this wonderful morning for for everyone and wonderful evening to other people who's watching this. Lord God, I thank you for your... uh, goodness and mercy again lord god thank you so much that you are just faithful to just love us to be loyal to us lord god to just uh provide for us father i thank you for the people who are the women who are gonna watch this and watch the replay lord god i thank you that you're gonna bless them with your wisdom with um with your love and mercy father god i thank you that you move as we talk about being intimate with you lord god i know and we all know that you love uh, love this topic, Father God, that you love to to be intimate with us, Lord God. So I pray that you bless each and every one, Lord God, to really um, communicate your message, um, articulate them, Lord God, well, so that it will be plain on the ears of your daughters and sons who's going to watch this, Father. I thank you. We love you. We just want to bless you tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right, let's worship the Lord first and foremost. I want to say hi to people watching, actually, (laughs) just in case they comment. All right, can't see it. Maybe you can see it. Hallelujah. Yes, Father. Hallelujah, Lord. We just bless you. We just want to worship you again and again and again, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father, we welcome you in this place. It's your love has ravished my heart and taken me over, taken me over. And all I want is to be with you forever with you forever so pull me a little closer take me a little deeper want to know your heart i want to know your heart because your love is so much sweeter than anything i've tasted I want to know your heart, I want to know your heart. Cause your love has ravished my heart and taken me over, taken me over. And all I want is to be 
with you forever, with you forever. So pull me a little closer, take me a little deeper. I want to know your heart, I want to know your heart. Cause your love is so much sweeter than anything I've tasted. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. Ooh, wow, ooh, wow, how great your love is for me. want to know your heart tonight lord your heart for us lord god the heart that you gave us as well lord god thank you so much for your unending love your unconditional love your reckless love lord thank you for pulling us closer to you lord and this is the kind of intimacy that you are introducing to us lord god the one that pursues the one that calls Thank you so much, Father. And you're just so perfect. And we just love you, Lord. We love you. We love you. And we welcome you in this place. Lord God, have your way. Holy Spirit, just have your way. And we just want to glorify you tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Yes, amen. <laughs> All, right. All right. So I think we should just introduce ourselves real quick before we dive in. Um, hello, ladies. Hello. If you're joining us live, make sure you say hi in the comments. And if you're watching the replay, make sure you do hashtag replay. Um, but I am Jackie Randall Lenz and I am a Christian mental health coach, helping Christian entrepreneurs conquer their depression, anxiety in order to thrive in their life and business. I feel like I should clap. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Brenda, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, Brenda Schumann with Your Authentic Life. And it is my honor to uh, walk alongside of women to, who are uncovering and uh, walking in, living in their authentic life. <laughs> Thanks. What's the reaction? Mari. Thanks. <laughs> Yay. Okay. <laughs> 
Who are you, Mari? <laughs> oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> I think there's a delay on my end. Oh, there we go. We can hear you. Now we can hear you. Um, I am Courtney Browning. Um, I love to support women who are ministry leaders through uh, life coaching, Christian life coaching. And I do have a group page. It is refreshed, refueled, and ready to lead with Courtney. Um, and I would love to mention where we're from. I am from Michigan. Awesome. I am from New York, Wisconsin, Myanmar, and I'm from the Philippines. <laughs> yeah. I just love how God took, I, honestly, I can't get past this part, like how God took four women who are so very different and yet blended us totally together in like foundational ways. Um, mm -hmm. And that's just how God works. And he's just amazing. So yes. Yay, yeah. God. Hallelujah. <laughs> And we've actually, I don't know how long have we known each other since June, July of this year. Um, so God brought us together earlier this year and we have been meeting weekly, just talking about real life stuff, real life stuff. And that's where this idea came from. We're just saying, hey, like other women probably can relate to us. Other women can probably agree. So why not share our wisdom? Why not share our struggles um, and build fellowship, build more connections with women in the kingdom, with our brothers and sisters in Christ, right? Um, and one question actually particular, um, one question happened a, about a month ago, I would say, where I, I was um, I was reading the Bible, I was praying, I was going to church, I was doing all these things that are considered what a Christian should do, right? Um, I was taking all the steps that I needed to do, um, yet I was asking myself, why am I having such a hard time hearing from God? Uh, why am I doing something wrong? Um, that's the big question. Like, am I doing something wrong? Because we're doing all these steps, yet I was having such a hard time hearing from God. Um, so that's why we're here today to kind of talk about the int intimacy with God, um, because you're not, you're not doing anything wrong. You're not. Sorry, <laughs> you want to share on intimacy? Yeah, I think we should also uh, also talk about what is real, what intimacy really is, because I feel like a lot of women doesn't have any idea about that, or maybe maybe there will be women who's going to watch that are not familiar with this whole God and daughter thing, right? So, for me, intimacy is really the basic foundation of everything that where we want to build <laughs> or we want to do for the kingdom or even for our life I mean for families and stuff like that because it's really the connection between you and the Lord and recently it was really crazy because recently I was like so I was in the middle of building this you know his daughters and business Facebook group and then I was asking the Lord like I mean father I need a basic like a scripture really on really how I you know how I should lay out everything and then it he took me to Genesis um three verse nine I believe but it says like when he called Adam like the Lord uh called the man and asked where are you so in that way it was like it's it struck me because first he called 
the man and then he pursued the man asking him why where are you that's why i i was i ended up building she's called and pursued okay father i know what you're doing <laughs> like and then that's really the basic um uh stuff i think <laughs> so far that i kind of received from him and then and i mean going down to intimacy because i'm really like an advocate of that like whatever i go i talk about intimacy with god because i feel like you can never have anything uh or you can never yeah you can never have anything be, i mean if you're not seeking him first and seeking him is building intimacy with him yeah so what about you courtney <laughs> i was reminded ever since we started um really collaborating about this like what what is it going to be about and intimacy was just a resounding yes that has to be the topic after um especially after jackie sharing your question and I was reminded of something that I was taught years ago when I went to a marriage conference. God, it's probably been 20 years. Okay, yes. So it's been 20 years. And when I learned this, and it was, um, it was said intimacy, if you want to be able to really capture it simply, was take the word intimacy and break it down. In to me see. Be intimate. And when you really realize that that's what we're doing. And I love, Mari, that you shared that they were called out first. Because I think that's the key that we miss is God's the one that calls us first. He pursues us. He reaches out to us. He has a, a relentless pursuit of us all the time. It's 24-7. He doesn't sleep or slumber. That's what it says in Psalms. And so he is first seeing into us. And then that creates a desire in us to see into him. I love that. And, and so. Um, beautiful, beautiful. As, huh? That's <laughs> so beautiful. And it just, it yeah. so good, right? And then another thing happened this morning. And um, girls, you're going to love this because it's so uh, in our vein of what happens in our times together, right? Angel, my kitten, she goes to my husband, she taps his feet, letting him know that she's ready to go and get her food. That is a moment between the two of them that is such a pattern for her that she knows to go to him to get him to go and spend time with her. And then when she's done eating, she comes running up to my bedroom and she jumps on my bed and gets in my face to see my face. That's intimacy the pursuit because of that engagement, automatically she's already trained in her little brain, her little seven month old brain to come and seek me out to spend time with me. And she does it all throughout the day. All of us are animal lovers pretty much. And our animals do that. It is an innate thing that is within every creature on the earth for intimacy. And I think it's just a matter of um, being able to see into God and him to see into us um, the truth, right? Because so often, you know, we're trying to see into him or he's trying to see into us and we've got like all this junk on our eyes almost, right? Like that we can't be, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's, um, it's all those lies, uh -oh. right? 
like so here like let's get into like the because here's my like here's my passion is my passion is like tearing down the lies right like it's not it, like it's not okay for me for there to be women out there who believe that you're doing something wrong like mm -hmm. I'm being like that's where I get like I start to get like oh we're gonna fight because <laughs> that's not that's not okay with me like that's um, and, and I, I think it's just about those lies and I, um, I put some structure to my part because the ladies know that I just, I'll just talk and we'll be here. It'll be afternoon and it'll be like early morning for Mari and I'll still be talking, but, um, it's the lies where when we like God's looking into us and he's looking at us with like these big eyes that have, I like kind of picture it like the emojis, like with the hearts in his eyes, like he's looking at us like, I just love you so like, I love you so much. Come to me, come to me, come to me. And we're looking at ourselves with the lies of I'm doing it wrong. He doesn't want to speak to me. Um, there's something wrong with me. Like he's speaking to all these other women, but he's not speaking to me. Um, uh, he's abandoned me. I can't hear him. So he's abandoned me. Like, I don't, I don't know where he's at. Um, he chooses everyone but me and he doesn't love me. Um, and those things couldn't be further from the truth. Like that's just, those are lies. Those are our little girl lies. Those are the kinds that are getting in the way of you seeing yourself and your relationship with daddy as he truly meant it to be. Cause that, those are not the things that he meant for us to be thinking mm -hmm. at all, that's at all. That's so yeah. Hard. So the truths are, I'll just keep talking until someone interrupts me because you know how this works. Jackie's mouth. Ma Jackie's mouth. <laughs> really, better step up, girl. Say it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of where that question stemmed from about a month ago for me was, what am I doing wrong? Um, and it was actually, it was the enemy disguising himself as God's truth as God's light. Um, and yeah, I was being fed those lies and it, yeah. So thank you for I, I think, touching on that. I think that that's the important piece is that like, so, so like the strongest weapon that we have with the enemy is our relationship with Jesus, right? And and to really know him and for him to know us, because let's face it, like, it's going to get dark. It's going to get dark. And and then it's like, what do you have to draw on? Um, I was praying over uh, this last night, what I was going to say last night, and the Lord like just called me to, I, I, uh, I pace a lot when I pray, like I'm walking, I'm walking and pacing. Um, and I really uh, thank him because he had been making me be still up until last night <laughs> and like, like lay still and like be quiet. I realized it was all the way till last night. Yeah. This has been like a long time mm -hmm. and it has been killing me. And um, he finally last night, let me, let me walk again. And so I'm walking and I'm pacing my bedroom and he like said, just turn the lights down. And the visual that I get, and this is just so true, is that when the lights go down, you've all done this, right? Like you turn the lights off in your bedroom and then you have to try to make it back to bed. Or maybe you guys don't do that, but I play this game where like you turn the lights off and then you try to have to figure out how to, because I'm too lazy to get a lamp, I guess. I don't know. Um, but like, so it's dark. It's so dark. And, but you have to, and you're trying to find your way and it's dark and you're like, 
And the thing that you have to keep coming back to is what do I know? What do I know? What do I already know? What do I know is going to be there? What do I know is not going to be there? What do I know is in my path? What do I know that I can grab onto? What do I know when I get to where I'm going? Um, and it really comes down to that intimacy and spending time in the character, right? Like you have to keep coming back to who is the character of God? What is his love for you? What is his attitude towards you? What is your attitude towards him? Um, and, and what does that look like? But go back to the foundational of what do I know? And that's where like the intimacy really gets into, like, you have got to spend time with him in order to know him, right? Like you don't, you don't find, you don't get to know anyone without spending time with them. No, it's so good. As soon as you said that, I thought, you know, um, a couple of things kind of just for me. Um, one is uh, for the ladies that are watching, you're going to hear all of us say God said at some point. And, um, and sometimes that can be intimidating to hear other women say God said this and God said that. Um, really for us, it's an intuition. It's a knowing within us and um, a good way to, to kind of capture that for you is sometimes uh, think of the, there's a game, any kind of game that has that eh, eh, kind of thing that happens with it. Um, there's usually just a piece that comes when a thought comes across and you just know, man, that's gotta be God because there's a peace and there's a there's an empowerment that comes and you just flow with it. And as that happens, you begin to know God's voice. But first and foremost, like Brenda said, it's first spending time with him. So the number one way to build intimacy is through his word. His word is right. vital to know his character, right? To know his attributes, to know his nature, to know his thoughts, right? I, I was thinking about Psalm 139, where he says, before one day we were born, before we were even a thought he knew us already what what he and knew he knit us. you together specifically for a purpose like he he like it wasn't just like whoops this happened like yeah. he he yeah it was an intricate design yeah but he but that whole psalm is just mind-blowing can we just say that um because when you really hear everything that god is saying he formed us he knitted us um where can you go right? It talks about going to Hades, which is hell. Even if you're in hell, he sees you and he's there. Um, can you go far off? Can you go too low? Can you go too high? Can you go sideways? I don't know if y'all go sideways. Sure we do. We all go sideways. He's there. He never leaves us. He's always with us. And because he's in us, and God reminded me of that last night, because I can be, um, you ladies can go ahead and laugh. I can be a bit regimented in my little structure and my little schedule and so God reminded me last night hey Courtney um because I'm in you you actually can do a devotion anywhere because I'm with you right there mic drop that's another thing too is sometimes we get in our heads like oh I need this or I need that or I need to do this first um where I, I think I preached on this a little bit ago, but when we think about it, when we go back to the very, very beginning in Genesis, God created the earth and animals and the waters and everything first before man, because mm -hmm. when he wanted man to come onto earth, he 
wanted man to have all of the resources already. Mm. He wanted man to be prepared. Um, and there was nothing when man came to earth, there was nothing that he, he needed. He had everything right there because God prepared everything for him. Um, so I think we need to go back to that too, that we don't need things or to do all these steps because God has already prepared our way. Mm. God has already prepared our way. That's so good. You know, I think that's the thing I would say for the last three to four years, God's really been having his thumb on me for, I would say, is um, he's a spontaneous God. Mm-hmm. He's, he's looking for that spontaneous relationship where we can sow as soon as there's this intuition to go this way and you just go. Um, there are ways and there are three things that I love. Morning doves, butterflies, um, and I can't remember the other right now. And in times of stress or trials or not even realizing that I feel very overwhelmed, I love how when I walk outside or I go to drive and sometimes there's a morning dove sitting right in front of my truck. And in that moment, I can just look and say, okay, okay, I I see you because they don't come around every day. They don't show up every day. And so in those moments, because he knows me so intimately, I love the sound of the morning dove when it goes to fly off. It's probably the only bird that if you ever were to watch it, when it goes to fly, it actually makes a sound as it flies up. And I love that. And and it speaks to me. And so there are so many ways that God is so spontaneously talking and relating with us. And we can so miss it because we're so about the doing, the doing, the doing, the doing. And in intimacy, it's all about being. It's about the being. Yeah. And one more thing is like, intimacy is really just familiar, familiarizing yourself with the voice of the Lord. You know, the problem that, I mean, lies just come because we're not familiar, familiar with the voice of God, maybe, or, you know, I mean, intimacy is really just that, like, just like what you, but like what Brenda said earlier, like, you got to spend time with a person you want to know, right? So when you get to know him, you get to know what his voice sounds like or sounds like and what he actually says all the time. And I don't know. I mean, personally, I mean, I could relate to you, Courtney, because he also speaks to me in crazy ways. Like, you know, just because I just love being with him. Like whenever I'm all alone, I'm not really alone, which which is kind of weird because I I could hear him speak in just birds, just clouds, just stare, you know, just wind blowing in my face. I'm like, okay, this is your love. I'm not. And then after two minutes, I'm crying already. It's like, man, this is crazy because I mean, for others, like I, I, I hear teachings that it's like they say that it's too emotional when you are like talking to the Lord like that, which is not. It's actually our spirit bearing witness to who we really are because we are spirit beings and we are familiar familiar with the one who created us. Like he, he I mean, the word says he sets eternity in the hearts of man, right? So mm-hmm. it's clearly that we can definitely identify God wherever he is because we already he already we already have him in our hearts in our spirit basically and that's really crazy because 
it's it's really incomprehensible you know because <laughs> i mean we're trying to be logical like how do i do this like how do you hear god and how do you do that it's it's really not logical at all because it's spiritual and you cannot comprehend with your mind the spiritual things and you have to be deep in the spirit i mean not too deep but we don't you don't have to be deep because you're a spiritual being so we got to understand that but but sometimes the lord will take you to a different you know level of intimacy to really show you who you are why earth is like this why adams looks like that sometimes he's going to tell you things his secrets and i remember i was in um high school i can i can't forget this because it's really i mean until now it's really like vivid in my head like uh, a friend gave me a card and it says be be alone with god and he will share his secrets with you it's just a little card it doesn't have any scripture on it but that's the phrase like be alone with him and he will share his secrets with you and i'm like and i really kept it until college and then I, until i lost the card but but the word is still in my heart like whenever i feel like lost or like like overwhelmed with a lot of things i always re i was being reminded with that phrase like i gotta be alone with him so i can get back on track because he's the one who's gonna like you know even for you know, even whatever problems you're like even people or the, the women who are watching right now they might they may have you know their kind of these struggles going on around them financially family or whatnot it's really just him who satisfies and gives answers you know like but then the 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 the, the very the the very important thing is you have to be familiar with his voice otherwise you i mean still right like um counterfeit exists so you may hear something but that's not that that's the, that's not the voice of god so but then for you to become familiar you got to spend time <laughs> with your with the with the friend <laughs> you have to be familiar with his voice so yeah it's just yeah i don't know amazing <laughs> i'm going to read this i'm sorry go ahead brenda no, I was just gonna. I was just gonna continue on the the logic piece, and I think uh, Mari hit that so well because I feel like, like we try to make logic out of it. We try to make it make sense, right? Like we try to put a meaning on it, um, you know. And 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 I think even more, we try to <clears throat> put a meaning on it when we're not hearing from him, you know. Like when we're in a season where we're not hearing from him, or if it is like if you're someone who is just starting out and like you feel like you don't hear from him like we already assign a meaning. That's kind of how our brain works. We assign a meaning to that. We want to move to the logical piece of that. Um, and that actually, it doesn't help because <laughs> you start, you know, comparing yourself to others and you start like getting, it, yeah. yeah, you start like overthinking it. And I just want to give you permission just to stop looking at it from a logical perspective because that's not the perspective that God's looking at it from. Um, and, and I think we get it. We, we have to also just give ourselves permission that, that my way of hearing from him isn't the same as Mari's or Courtney's or Jackie's, like everybody's way of hearing from him is different. So I feel like we come into this with an expectation, a logical expectation of saying, well, this is how this person, like, cause we, we do like, can I say, can I just be honest? Can I say this? Like we do this, but Courtney's like, you're going to anyway. Um, like we do this where we put like Christians on pedestals, right? Like, and, and like, we start thinking like, what, like, like we think this only happens in the world, but it happens in, 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 
the Christian aspect too, where we put someone on a pedestal and we're like, oh, well, they can always hear from God or they've got, you know, they've got a connection to God that I don't have and, and whatever. And it's like, no, like God wants to have that same connection with you too. Like stop, like that comparison is part of that logic piece that we're, and then we start to, I mean, and then it just snowballs, right? Because we're like, well, she can hear from them and I can't hear from them. And what am I doing wrong? You're looking to have her way of connecting with him and he's not going to give you her way. Like he has a specific special way just for you. That is like, like, it, it's not like mine. It's not like Courtney's. It's not like, it, it's not like anyone else's. Like he's got just a special intimate way of connecting with you. That's not going to be replicated with anyone else. So stop trying, stop trying. Okay. So you just made something really go really loud for me. Yeah. Where, where's our reactions? Where, where are they? <laughs> there we go. Um, also, God is not like our natural father. Yes. I mean, my, uh, my family's watching. My daddy's a good dad. <laughs> my dad too. <laughs> but okay. yeah, yeah. for good dads, I unfortunately did not have that dad. And so when I first got saved, I remember I was standing um, in a room in our basement, and this was 20 years ago. And I was standing there and I, I could hear God say, I'm not your father. And I'm like, well, duh, I know that. <laughs> you know, um, again, basing it on natural experiences, Brenda, that's so good. Um, because unfortunately we bring God to this level. We sure do. And he, he's not here. We dumb down God for lack of a nicer way of saying it. We bring him to our level and that is such a dishonor to him. And so in that moment when he said, I am not your father, that was significant for me because fathers, whether great or not, they do miss it while they're being our father. And he does not, he does not. But for me coming from a very abusive background um, and being um, without words told that I will never be good enough, that is how I went into viewing God mm -hmm. as a father. Because whenever we hear God and we hear father, there is, like you said, Brenda and Mari through experience, there is this level of relating to our heavenly father the way that we relate to our earthly father. And so for me, that had to be a reboot. It had to be a reset in my thinking to realize my father abandoning me, my father forsaking me. And he talks about that in Psalms. That's what's so good about God. That's how I got saved was that scripture. Though your mother and father forsake you, the Lord will take you up as his own. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. That's how I got saved. And so with that, that began this journey of me knowing God more intimately. And it just takes me right back to the foundational piece of intimacy with God, his word. It, it, his word is where we start, especially if we just don't know where to go. And when Mari was sharing about the card from her friend, Jeremiah 33, three came to mind. And here's what it says in amplified version. Call to me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things fenced in and hidden 
which you do not know, you do not distinguish and recognize, nor do you have knowledge of and understand. Oh my goodness. What? Ricard didn't have that verse. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it has that. Anyway. You know, anyway. <laughs> we get it, but, you know, you can have it now, Mari. <laughs> oh, so good. <gasps> I'm gonna write that down. Hold on. <laughs> you already got it in your heart now. Now that you've got yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's already in you. That's it? beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Mari. No, he's just trying to. He's <laughs> like, I'm just writing down. <laughs> no, I mean, I just totally agree with that. I mean, I might, I mean, that's really different. I mean, um, Brent, what just like what Brenda said earlier, like it's literally different from every. I mean literally different like the relationship with the father I mean for me I see him as a father in the prodigal son's story because I was really like mm -hmm. I, felt, I felt like I was I, I got really a you know I literally rebelled against him <laughs> I mean even though ar people around me doesn't know that it was deep in my heart I thought I was like doesn't exist really I mean and then I, also there was a level that I thought there's no hope anymore like mm. I was, oh my gosh, my family's watching this and they don't know anything. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it was like, there was like a point like of, you know, really depressed and stuff like that. And literally the father himself didn't show himself as a God. He showed himself as a father with arms wide open. Exactly. Literally embrace you. Like, I don't care what you did. I don't care who you were. I don't care what you're going to become because I know you. That's why I started writing down letters from him. Like as I hear him speak, I literally write him down. You are this, you are that, you're, you're you know, I'm yours, I'm yours, I'm uh, your mind, stuff like that. So it was really like really intimate for me. And that's really my experience, which is totally different from Courtney's. That's why, I mean, I, I just literally agree with Brenda. We should not compare our relationship with the Lord because we are all in a different level, you know, and we're all in a different um uh, yeah, level <laughs> but um it was just beautiful because it's just um it's really unexplainable his love is just and i totally agree with you as well courtney because he said that he's he's not our natural father i mean my father is really awesome <laughs> i love him as like he's really kind and and really providing for everyone and but the father the love of the father is totally different but we can see you know on the other fathers that are you know, on earth, we can see his identity as well as they take care of us, you know? So, I mean, that's why, I mean, in my case, I always, you know, I always try to examine what's around me and see him in everything. That's why I see him in everything. I see him in my mom, my dad, and my, my siblings and what, and whoever, and, you know, my pencil, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> So it's like, I'm going, sometimes, Lord, am I going crazy or just really talking to me? So anyway, but yeah, I, I just want to like say that we can see him in everything in our fathers. Maybe there are good fathers, you know, that we have all around here. So it's like, it, you you may have like a really um, hard, you might, yeah, you might have a hard, like a hard um, scenario in your life. Maybe you didn't have a perfect father and that's where he rescues you, you know, from that longingness. And then at the same time, if you have a good father on earth, then that's, you know, his representation of being a good father to you. So, yeah, I mean, everything's working together for good. 
and he's really in control, but we have to let him control. I mean, take, take, take over, I should say. We've got to let him. You've got to like surrender. And surrender is not like, is not a bad thing. Sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm going to surrender, dude. I'm surrendering my life. <laughs> You know, it's not really. Actually, you're gaining something when you surrender. No, anybody totally in this like, would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> because I went to that point like, oh, Lord, I don't, I don't want to give it. I'm, you know, but when I let it go, it's like, he just gave it all away to me. I mean, you know, it's, 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 I mean, in re he returned the favor in a different kind of favor <laughs> that I gave him. So it's like, anyway, I mean, it's not boring, really to be with the father, you know, because I mean, people in my age probably think that, you know, ah, Christian, Christian, Christianity is just crazy, you know, like God, God doesn't exist. I mean, we, I don't like that religion, blah, blah, blah. I don't like Jesus and stuff like that. But then I believe that every single soul on earth is longing for a father or, or someone longing for something, desiring something, and they're desiring the kingdom. I mean, regardless of how they defined it and the kingdom is, you know, only you can only discover that when you know the father. So anyway, <laughs> it's just really, yeah. We were, we were created for that exact relationship. And I mean, I think that's just mm -hmm. what I want people to hear so much is that we were created for this relationship. So for all the people that are out there saying, I can't, this isn't me, whatever. Uh, nope. <laughs> like you were created <laughs> for this and this is what you keep seeking. Like even mm. when you don't understand that this is what you're seeking, this is what you're seeking. Um, it looks different when we are trying to seek it in different ways but um this is what you're created for yeah and like right like everybody wants to be satisfied with something and one thing that i've really received from the father is satisfaction like whether you have something or not it's not about your it's not really just about being content with what you have it's really about being content with what no, no matter what you have or what you don't have like it's like a different kind of satisfaction so I feel like everybody's longing for that as well. So, yeah. Jackie, you got any Jackie? <laughs> yeah. So, Mari, when you were talking, it was just, it brought me back to what you said actually a couple of weeks ago, Courtney, how we were not meant or we were not created to be led by our feelings. And yep. I think that's where a lot of it also comes in too, um, where we believe these lies, we believe what Satan and the enemy are telling us because um, it's what we're feeling in that moment. Um, and that has a lot to do, like I said earlier, I'm a mental health coach. So with when you're depressed, when you're anxious, when you're feeling hopeless, when you're feeling worthless, um, you're feeling all those negative emotions of, of course you're, of course that's going to impact your, your relationship. Of course that's going to impact everything around you and how you respond and how you act. It's because you're being led by your emotions. Mm -hmm. um, you're allowing that to be in control. And I think it's um, about developing that boundary within yourself saying, I'm allowed to feel this way. I'm allowed to cope and heal and be upset and angry. Um, I'm allowed to feel this way, but I'm still going to trust him. I'm still going to allow him to be in control. Um, and kind of like what Mari said too, we have to let him um, because he's not going to control us. He's not going to take that freedom away. We have to, we have to let him. Mm -hmm. 
Gosh, what you just said, Jackie, I'm so glad I shut up and, and asked if you had anything because you just made something really come alive for me just now. Um, I needed to know that God wasn't like my father, especially for one specific thing, because I can be whatever I am and however I am at any time. If I'm hurt, he's got the shoulders that can handle it. If there's something that I need to really just be broken about and not feel condemned or judged, he's got the shoulders that handles that. And I needed to know that I was loved no matter what. I needed to know that when it was all said and done, that there was still significance about me in my life. And that can only come through that revelation that no matter what I'm going through, no matter how I feel, um, uh, Brenda, get ready to laugh. Even if I just cuss somebody out, <laughs> um, even after that, he's still good with me. And he's not looking at me and saying, what did you just do? Why did you? He's going to bring that up. Absolutely. Because it's not his character. So, and I need to know what's underneath that. What is happening in Courtney at that very moment that that could come out? And, and even in that, if that is part of my makeup currently, he's so not put off by it. Love that. So love that. Um, and I, I, it just reminded me of a conversation that I had with some people that are in the same certification program that I went through. And um, two older people, so amazing how God can put anybody in a room to minister to anybody. Age has nothing to do with it. Culture has nothing to do with it. If you're open to God, God is so going to use you for somebody else. And I love that these two people, I sat there and told them how I talked to God. I said, look, I'm really ticked off about this. I can't believe this. And you know, that's your son, meaning my husband, you need to go talk to him. And they're looking at me like, you talk to God like that? <laughs> and truthfully, I needed to know that because I couldn't talk to my natural dad like that. My dad, um, excuse the phrase, that's, um, but he would knock me into the middle of next week is the term that could be used because I couldn't just be free to be me in the moment that I needed to be. And he is so that good. He's so that great. So I could sit there and say, God, I'm really upset. And the big one, I'm really upset with you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, because you know I was going to go there next. Know, right. So I'm going to segue for you. I'm going to finish up real quick. No, you go ahead. <laughs> you know, but it, it can God handle that? Here is a major new newsflash. He already knew because he mm -hmm. already knows your thoughts. So you might as well just get it out there and just say it because here's what I love. And Mari kind of woke me up when she was sharing how surrender, when she surrenders, he's just like, yes. Can I, can I give you a visual? The moment we surrender, like, Lord, I'm mad at you. Yeah. The moment he's just like, yes, mm -hmm. so excited. Now I've got something to work with. Now we can get to the nitty gritty of what is going on. Let's go there. Let's do this. That's intimacy. Intimacy is being who you are in front of the very person that you are with, that they can handle it, and they'll still love you on the other side of it. 
Yeah, and that gives me the conclusion that, you know, we can really be children in front of his eyes. Like, even though, I mean, one, one problem that I've been seeing <laughs> in me and other people <laughs> is we always want to act like adults. Like, we just want to, you know, the pride, the ego, and, you know, I can do this. I'm already old, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but then... You know, the Lord wants us to be like children in front of his eyes. Like, that's why he's instructing us to have a childlike faith. Because a childlike faith, it's not childish. It's childlike because you just trust, even though you can't see anything. <laughs> you just walk, even if it's dark. Like, you just fall, even if you don't know if it's like a, you know, high valley or whatnot. You just trust. And it's like, you know, when, when you told a kid, like, okay, we're going to buy this candy later. And he's just going to wait on you. Wait for you to buy the candy because you said you're going to buy the candy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, that's like a childlike fate. And that's intimacy. Like, mm -hmm. um, sometimes we feel like we're so, we're too old. You know, like we don't, I mean, you're independent, strong, independent woman. <laughs> so like that, this world is calling. <laughs> but it's like, it's really just about being strong and dependent on god <laughs> you know because you're strong in the lord and in the power of his might so it's like i feel like yeah i mean I, it, it was just like it's just like remind me of being like you know being a being a child in front of him because that comes that comes down to what you're saying like you can be who you are like you can tantrum you can just you know shout and scream and cry out loud you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so a lot of religion is like trying to hold that back mm -hmm. to people who wants to draw closer to the lord so mm -hmm. that's a problem that's why we can't be too intimate with the lord you yeah. know it's so good <laughs> what you just said because in order for us to come out and be the woman in front of everybody that god wants us to be we need to be able to be the daughter in front of the father first absolutely because that, that is what empowers perfect. us and graces us to stand up and be the grown-up woman that God has called us to. Mm -hmm. That's, so that's good. where it goes. That's yeah. so good. And when we start to to hold back from him, that's where the relational issues come in. Mm -hmm. Right. Like so, like I just want to speak into that for a moment because there's so many women out there that I talk to that are like, um, I can't hear from him. I can't hear from him. I can't hear from him. And you say, do you got any feelings towards him? And, you know, maybe like negative feelings towards him? Well, yeah, like, I don't think he was here when he, when I did this, he he abandoned me or, or you know, if he really loved me, then how would he let me go through that situation? Or, um, or he, he didn't, he didn't save this person or, you know, all of the stuff that happens in our life, um, they create feelings, right? And that's, and he knows that he created us as feeling beings, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he knows that we then transfer those feelings to him, like we have feelings about him. So trying to hold back those feelings from him just creates a barrier. Like if you bring them to him, set them at his feet and just be like, listen, I'm mad at you. Like I, I, I just did, um, I think it was in my paid program. Um, I just did a video on, I literally laid on a mattress on my floor in a sleeping bag at one period of my life and yelled at him that I hated him so much. I hate you so much. And you know what? The next day, I mean, I got up and he still loves me. 
he's still using me. He's still like, and, and now I'm at the point where like, I've already said the worst to him. So like nothing else surprises him at this point. Like, I, like once you like get it out there and you like do it once, like just say the worst and then watch how he just picks you back up, dusts you back off, says, come back to me. I just mm-hmm. love you so much. And I just want to, so I want to yeah. speak into that prodigal son thing. I, in the story, the dad actually goes out to meet him. And I think we miss that sometimes. Like, like he ran. Yeah. The dad is excited and he knew he, you know, he knew, he knew all of the ill feelings and he knew all of the stuff that had happened and it didn't matter. The dad still ran after his son um, because he just wanted him to come home. And I think that's just what I really just want to speak into women is that like bring it all, all, every single one of your feelings and let it at his feet because that's what brings you the freedom to start hearing from him. Like Mm -hmm. we, we bring that barrier, right? The Lord's like sitting here, like, I'm ready to have this conversation with you. And we're over here like, well, I'm not saying nothing to him, you know? And then we start going, well, but he doesn't speak to me. And then your mind starts going, right? And it's like, he's like, I'm just waiting for you to tell me that you're upset with me. I'm just waiting to like work this out between us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's waiting on that. And not only, not only waiting, but he's ready to run to you when you are ready to drop that at his feet. Yeah. Yeah. There's that such true? reverence on the other side. There really is. There's such, there's such a freedom on the other side. There's such a joy on the other side. There's a peace on the other side. Um, what I love about our whole conversation is really what we're saying is God is real. Mm-hmm. He is alive. And he's not so far off like he sometimes feels. Yeah. And you're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> Again, in Psalms, he says, you can't do anything you know, outside of blasphemy, okay, you can't do anything, you know, um, in Romans 8, where can I go, what can I do that your love won't find me, that your love not only won't find me, but it will, it will conquer on my behalf, whatever needs to be conquered, so that I can live this life bringing you glory. That's why we're here. But you can't bring glory to a relationship that you first and foremost do not actually relate, that you actually don't spend time with one another. There is no glory in any relationship, let alone our relationship with God, if we don't get intentional to determine we're going to spend time with him. That being said, yes, the word does say early in the morning. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, whatever you are, that's what matters. If you can't do it in the morning, I promise you, because the word says in 1 Corinthians 13, love holds no accounts of wrongs done. God's not holding this account record of, well, you didn't do it in the morning. Delete. <laughs> yeah. He's not you can, doing You that. can do it while you're doing, you're doing your dishes. You can. <laughs> That's another thing too, is I think sometimes we have this like perfectionist mindset. Um, like I know for me, when I read <laughs> the verse in the Bible, we need to be mature in our faith. 
um, for me, like years ago when I read that, I just like I connected with that to be imperfect, like mature is perfect. Um, and there's no such thing. There's no such thing. No, I'm going to go buy that sweatshirt that says perfectly imperfect. I don't know about y'all, but I've been seeing it on Facebook. Yes, Courtney's going to go buy that sweatshirt and wear it with honor because, yeah, this is Courtney. Yeah, I mean, the Bible does says that we are striving for perfection, but it doesn't mean it's going to be a perfect process. And who's and who and who measures that? Like, because a lot of times we want to measure that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's not, he's like, I'm not calling you to that. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but we, we sure do think that we have the right to measure that sometimes. Oh, that reminds me forgetting those things, which are behind let go. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you know, I was coming to that eventually. I mean, you can speak on <laughs> that and then there. I'll, that's a whole nother hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll keep it brief, right. but, I, but I guess what I, I will say to you is that your little girl lies and your baggage, the stuff that you have, this is part, I feel like this is like the biggest reason why you need to clean it up because this is the stuff that gets in the way of you having a relationship with your daddy, your right. heavenly daddy. Right. Like, just like Courtney was talking about, like she saw him through the eyes of her, her, her um, earthly father. Like you, when we, when we don't clean up the baggage, that's the stuff that gets in the way of us being able to see God as our daddy, as the one who loves us beyond measure. Um, and, and the more that you let go of that baggage, the more that you can see him and the more that you can experience him. So a lot of times, like, we're also sitting over here frustrated, like, like, well, I, he doesn't talk to me. And it's like, well, what do you need to let go of? That was blunt, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Everyone's like, yeah, and the room is silent. But what do you, what do you, what do you need to let go of in order to see him in the way that he's looking at you? Mm -hmm. Because it's probably on your side. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is the stuff that this is the hard words. And I'm going to say the hard words because that's just who I am. But if you're not hearing from him most of the time, it's because there's something on your end. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to change your perspective. You've got to change this, the, your stance. You've got to change your expectation. Check and see, like, are, are you really expecting to hear from him? Or is your self-worth getting in the way of you feeling like you're worth hearing from him? I so get like, that. And that's the things that like, these are the baggage things that we need to clean up so that we can hear from him the way that he wants to speak to us. Because if, if I'm on my side, struggling with my self-worth and my identity and, and who people see me as, how am I ever going to see, see how he sees me? Because that's just beyond my comprehension anyways. But if I start to put all of the earthly things on top of that, like, how do you ever, you can't, you just can't. So check it. I will say, I do want to put a disclaimer. There are times where he, he moves from you. I feel like, and I think that that is less, um, that that's like less often. Right. But there are times where he will say, I'll let you do what you want to do. Okay. You segue me in my turn. So said <laughs> <laughs> that there's one area where God will definitely appear to be silent when we are in disobedience. Oh, for sure. And, yep. and really what it comes down to is, here's another question outside of, 
is it something within you and how you're feeling towards him and how you're thinking about him? Here's another question to add to that. What is the last thing that God put on my heart that I need to do yeah. that I haven't done? Did I do it? And then the moment you recognize it, because he's, he's so good, he's so loving, he's so merciful. He's like, I'm just waiting on you. I got all of eternity. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh, that yeah, into, that's so true. Yeah, that Jackie. leads into the importance of you need to not just listen and read the Bible, oh. read his word, but you need to actually implement it. Uh, you're going to Bible studies, you're going to church, you're reading his word, and you're listening, you're hearing what he's saying, but are you actually living his truth? Are you living Ooh. the way he wants you to You all thought live? I was blunt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it goes back to what you said, Come though, on, Brenda, kind of a couple weeks ago. You know, we can know up here what we need to do, what we need to do, the way we need to live, um, but do we know it in our heart? Are we living... Yeah that way through our heart and are we doing yeah. it through our actions right mm-hmm. there there's a process of that and and oh my gosh i'm about to cuss are y'all ready what we have going on here yeah is a direct reflection we can see what Absolutely. our what this looks like when we look at this here what does that represent the cross mm-hmm. yeah that right there if it's good, usually our way of dealing with people is We're good. We're showing up well. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. If not, I saw that, Jackie. <laughs> 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 if it's not, if it's non-existent, if it's whatever, it's showing up here relating to other people. Mm-hmm. And so, whether sure. we like it or not, it's showing yeah. up what it looks like. And it's like, I mean, hearing from him as well is like, if you sin, that's like the dirt in your ear. You know, I mean, the Bible says like, if you, I mean, sin really is a hindrance on hearing God. That's like a, like a direct, I just forgot the scripture, I gotta look it up. But there's a scripture that says like, you know, when you sin, like, it's really like affects your hearing, mm-hmm. you know, because it's an iniquity. It's like a black paint you know, that goes down to like a perfect canvas, basically. So you really have to be cleansed first, but repentance, that's where repentance is around, you know, like the Lord is just too good to give a solution. <laughs> you know, if you have a problem, you can't hear God. He gave a solution at the same time. So that's just repentance and really just laying down your life, laying down your pride, you know, that just admit that you can't do it on your own. And then, I mean, and ask, ask. That's the very thing that he gave us access as well. Like you, you just have to learn to ask, mm-hmm. Lord, I can't hear you. Teach me how to hear you. Mm-hmm. Teach me to receive you. I mean, just ask. I mean, what? that's another problem. We don't ask. That's why we don't receive anything. Mm-hmm. We are shy. We are just like, we don't care. We probably ignore the principle. But there's like asking him is just one thing that you can do. You know, when you don't know how to start or where to start, just ask him. I mean, he answers. He's real. He's alive. He's not like a dead man or whatever. He's alive and he re- responds. Even yeah, you feel like so far. Yeah, he listens and make he sure responds. Make like... sure you're listening too, though, too. Right. <laughs> right. Because I, like, he's always talking to us. He's always saying what yeah. he wants from us. But 
sometimes we don't always listen. <laughs> yeah. so they're answers that I want. <laughs> Oh my God. Lord, what do you want me to do? (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, I mean, I mean, I'll do anything, but I'm not going to do that. Can you give me something else to do? Like, (laughs) like it doesn't work that way. You don't get to choose your answer. And I also just want to say, I, and then I'll let Courtney speak, but um, we've got to be asking the right questions because so Mm -hmm. much time I, I talk to women, they're asking the wrong questions. You're asking why did this happen to me? What, you know, what it like, you know, how come you abandoned me? You're asking the wrong questions. Like the right questions are like, what do you have for me in this season? What is it that you want me to be learning? What is that you're trying to say to me? Or where is it that I need to go back and do something else? Like, we've got to be asking the right questions and the, and, and the wrong questions are the ones that that are like the like like poor me why why is this happening to me he's not going to answer that question mm-hmm. he's not going to answer that question he's mm-hmm. going to answer the somebody questions. else will <laughs> yeah well and you know it'll be the enemy because the enemy's like i got it i'll come answer that yeah. question like with, with guns blazing he's answering that question like well let me tell you what all that's wrong with you and that's why Th- that those are not and th- and then that becomes a bigger cycle right like now that you got me started that's the cycle then because now all of a sudden we're listening to the enemy and we 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 can't even get get that out of our head long enough to hear what God is speaking into us mm-hmm. okay now i'm done Courtney <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I just had to get that out there. All right, right. So I want to share this. This is the Passion Translation, Romans 8 and 1. Which can I just say before you say that, you can use a different translation. Yes. There's only one that I would ask that you investigate, and that's NIV, because there's some things going on recently. I think if you use the NIV, you should probably be double checking it with another translation. Yeah. But I think I think re- religion will tell you that you have to use a certain translation or you have to do this or you have to do that. No, absolutely not. Go find the translation that works for you. And sometimes on this day, it's going to be passion. On this day, it's going to be new living. On this day, mm-hmm. you know, like um, there's not rules to reading the Bible. And I just, I need to put that out there right now. Like there is not a rule to reading a Bible. There's not a set thing that you have to read this you have to read it this many times you have to read it this many days a week you have to read from this there's not a rule like like let's just release the rules that come along with reading the bible thank you sorry (laughs) i'll Uh, probably get hate mail after this (laughs) emails Send all of your complaints. All of your complaints go to this email. Oh. I'm sorry. I'll, I'm gonna ignore them. <laughs> eight and one. Sorry. Yes. No, it's good. Um, <laughs> so now the case is closed. This is in regard. This is in regards to sin, um, because it, it really came on my heart after Mari said what she said, that we make sure that the other voice that loves to speak is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation. 
against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. Amen. Whatever the sin is, and for some reason, I don't know why I'm about to mention this, but I'm going to because I want to be obedient. If it's an abortion, if it's infidelity, if it's what you think is the most unpardonable sin ever, and that God could never look at you and love you the way that we're talking about, and he would never want a relationship with you, I am telling you to tell that voice that is condemning you to shut up. And you have to come out of agreement with that lie. You need to forgive yourself. And then know that the God of the universe has already forgiven you. He's waiting on you to sit before him and say, Lord, I did this. It doesn't please you. I understand that. I know that. But here I am. I'm sorry. And the moment you do that, it is as if it never existed. It is out of the books. It it, it will never be mentioned by him again. Will you have to do a recovery of some sort? Possibly, possibly. And yet, possibly not. Because the moment you deal with it, it's over. That being said, please, please, please. Whatever it is that you have done, know that God is not mad at you in any way, shape, or form. He loves you so much, and he's so excited that you're in the room and that you're hearing this. That's the God that we know. The God that we know reaches out to you, and he takes four women who have absolutely nothing in common but Jesus Christ. He puts you in the room. And he says, I'm going to speak to you through these people who know nothing about you. They know nothing about your life. They don't know your personality. They don't know your character. They don't know anything. And I'm going to speak specifically into your life to let you know, I am so aware of you. I know your business. I'm reading your mail. Now let's deal with it and let's go shred it and burn it because it's time to move. Time to move on. It's time to live in the life that I have created you to. It's time to live in the anointing and the grace that I have on your life to be the woman, to be the man that I have called you to be. And if you keep sitting in this mess, I can't do through you what I want to do. It's time to get up. Come on. So I don't know who you are, but I just got to make sure you understand. God loves you so so much. And he's not holding anything against you whatsoever let it go release yourself from the penalty of condemnation let me say this if it's the penalty that you're supposed to be serving how's it serving you and how long have you been serving this sentence that is not serving you at all it is keeping you in such a prison And if you have heard nothing else in everything that we have shared with you, you hear freedom. Mm -hmm. You hear freedom. You don't hear bondage. You don't hear prison. Please come out of your prison. It's time. It's time to come up out of that pit. It's time to rise up 
and let God shine through you, love on you, bring his glory through you. Because here's the thing that I know. I know that I know that I know, because if we had all day, all of us could share our story of how our mess is the very message <laughs> that God is using for his glory, for his kingdom to get out, come to him because there's so much to be had in him. So much to be had in him. Please, whatever you need to do, drop it, drop it, let it go and just run to him. And daddy, just like it says in the prodigal story, daddy's like this. I wish I could show you, but he's so like this. He's so ready. He's so, so, so ready. And great days, great, 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 great days are ahead. Amen. Amen. I just want to add on that. <laughs> that's it. That's what we all came for. See you guys later. <laughs> because we all have the gift of sharing called Gab. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think the thing is, is that there, there's just so many women that can relate to that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and there's so many women that are out there hiding behind stuff and trying to have it all together and look like I got it all together. And yet, and they're exactly at that space that you just mentioned, Courtney. And it's just like, just stop for a second trying to have it all together and just lean into exactly what Courtney said. So, Yeah, I just right. want to add on that. I think that's like, that concludes the, the very idea that God is really serious about you. I mean, that's my lifetime phrase for myself, but I guess that's for everyone. <laughs> God is really serious about you, who you are, what you're dealing with every day like is see he's serious to you know he's just serious about taking care of you i mean i know a lot of women watching like maybe men or whoever didn't really you know take them seriously or maybe whatever happened in their past and they feel like they generalize every single people on earth you know including god <laughs> they feel like nobody really is serious about them but then i'm just just want to put it out there that god is serious about you and he wants the best you know we have we have our part to do you know we have to really come to him because he's not gonna force us because we have the free will that's the gift and he cannot take a gift back he, that's a gift that's already yours and your free will will actually also help you draw closer to him so you gotta choose you just gotta choose but then he's always wide open i mean his arms are always wide open He's just always waiting. You're not waiting on him. He's waiting on you. He's Most always, of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. He's actually always pursuing. He's always mm -hmm. pursuing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because At the same time. Sometimes he'll use a person. Sometimes he'll use, you'll, you can watch a movie and it just grips you and it just makes you think about God. He's always pursuing. Always. Yeah. Reminding you. That yeah. You're not really necessarily hearing or seeing but he is always in hot pursuit of us yeah well jackie do you have something oh no no yes yeah, uh, i just want to yeah. i just want to go back then and just um because i because there are times where you just don't hear from him right like and i just want to speak to those women because i know that they're out there these women that are like but he's not speaking to me or i'm not hearing from him um i'm doing all the the right things and he's still not coming i'm still not hearing from him because i just want to before we let them go like i want to i want to uh just 
give them some practical stuff, right? Because some of this stuff is like big and heavy and they're going to have to sit with it for a minute, but there, but, but there's a practical side to it too. And, I, and, and help me out with this ladies. But I have, I personally, when I'm not hearing from him, um, I have a checklist that I go through and it's a lot of the same things that we kind of, I've already talked about, but I go back and I say, is there something that he told me to do that I'm not doing? Um, is there a feeling that I have between him and I, do I have some resentment? Do I have some bitterness towards him? Is there something that I have to lay down? Is there some kind of sin that I've committed that I need to confess and just get free from? Um, or is there something that he's trying to teach me? And, and so just practically, like, I just want to throw that out there that if you feel like you're not hearing from him, like maybe just start with those things and go down and ask him, you know, what, what perspective do you have on this? And, and what, what does that look like? Um, um, or, and the other thing is, is there, there's something that I'm trying to do in my own strength. Because I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I know you all aren't like this, but I'm like this where like the dependency issue is a little bit of a problem for this girl. And so like, um, sometimes I'm trying to do something in my own strength and he's like, you can do it in your own strength, but I'm just not going to engage with you right now. So, um, and then there's times where I just want to, I just want to be really transparent about this. I just came off of a season at probably six, five days, six days, um, where I was not hearing from him and I, I was doing all the same stuff. Um, Jackie and I talked about this yesterday. Uh, cause I'm like, I'm still doing all the same stuff. I'm doing all kinds of stuff because, because I know that he's still hearing me and I know that I can't live without him. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, poor me, but I was doing all the right stuff and I still wasn't hearing from him. And I went through my checklist and I'm like, I got nothing. And then I started fighting the enemy. Right. Cause I'm like, you're blocking me from hearing the Lord. Um, and it was just, and, and it was just like, and none of that was fitting. Like you just know, like when you just have this feeling when you know that, you know, that, you know, something and none of that was just fitting. Um, and, and he really was like, we're just going to let you spin for a minute, Brenda. We're just going to let you spin for a minute. And I had no idea what was happening. And, um, he really did just kind of take his hands off me and nothing was working, but I, but I knew that it wasn't like I was out of alignment. Like I knew that he had me in this position to teach me something. And so it really was about me persevering. It was about me still showing up every single day, doing the things that I needed to do to stay connected with him, even though it didn't feel like I was connected to him because it's more than a feeling. It's the same thing about when you choose to love your spouse or your children, you don't show up just love them today, then I'm going to love them today. And it's going to be great. It doesn't work that way. You have to show up with an actual decision that I'm going to love him regardless. Right. So I spent five or six days like showing up like, and, and it wasn't any of these other things. It was legitimately, he's like, are you pursuing me? Are you pursuing me? And are you going to persevere through all of this? Or are you going to sit down and feel sorry for yourself that you can't hear from me? Um, and then it, it like legitimately broke last night. Like I was, I was praying into this whole thing. 
Um, and I was just praying and walking because he finally let me walk because this whole time he would not, it, it was exactly the same time he wouldn't, he had me laying flat out on my back with nothing like instrumental music even he wouldn't even give me words to a song. Um, and like you can't even I'm like well I'll just start praying and he's like Shh, nothing like stillness. And then finally he let me walk yesterday and I'm praying into this. Um, and I like literally dropped to the floor bawling. And I didn't even know at first what I was bawling at, but it was a breakthrough that he wanted me to learn stillness. He wanted me to persevere through this, no matter what it felt like. And he wanted me to get, what I started bawling about was that, um, I don't know how to let you love me. Mm. Right? And so he took away what felt like his hand to me for a period of time because he needed to see that he still loved me even when it didn't feel that way. And what was it like? And I dropped to my knees and I bawled for a minute and then I got up and it was gone, lifted, completely lifted, gone. And I was back in his presence and life was wonderful again. So I say this all just to say to you, sometimes it's about just persevering. Like some, like if you've gone through the checklist and you're just like, I'm not getting this. I don't know what's going on. Sometimes it's about persevering. It's about, he's wanting you to pursue him back and not for a feeling and not for something that you can, he can get from you. You can get from him. Am I saying that right? Something that you can get from him, but he wants to show you. He wants to first know that you're ready to stand up for him. And second of all, he wants to show you that even when it doesn't feel like this, even when you can't feel the good feelings, he's still loving you. He's still loving you. You know, Jesus, one of the ways that Jesus was known, you would see the disciples call him rabbi. And rabbi means teacher. Jesus taught how to live. And he taught the disciples. There are times where you know the word, you've been taught the word. And here's the coolest part about our teacher. He gives us an open book test. Yeah. But do you notice something about a teacher in the natural? What happens when you get a test? What happens? Yeah, they're quiet. The teacher's silent. Because you already have been given the tools that you need to go ahead and walk this thing out, to do that test. And so that's a time of testing. And in a time of testing, the teacher is quiet but you do have a tool. You can actually get it on your phone. Get the, get, get out. What? <laughs> yeah, it takes you, it takes you stepping out of the mind drama though, right? Because yeah. had I got caught up in what's wrong with me, I'm yeah. not good enough. He doesn't want to speak to me. I would have not gone to my open book. Yeah. And you here's, that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and so here's what I would love for everybody to hear. That is a great reminder for me. Love is not a feeling. Y'all mad at me for hearing that? Let me tell you why. Here are all the things that love does. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous with blessing when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflates its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect. It's not selfishly seeking its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take an offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter for it never stops believing the best for others. 
Love never takes failure as defeat for it never gives up. Love never stops loving. Mm -hmm. It extends beyond the gift of prophecy when eventually, which eventually fades away. Love is actions. <laughs> Love has nothing to do with feelings. It has everything to do exactly with what you said, Brenda, setting your mind to just know I'm committed. I'm in it for the long haul regardless of how I feel, what I'm thinking, or what I'm going through, I'm in it. And so now that I understand, God, if you don't talk to me, if it doesn't seem like you're talking to me, and sometimes you're not talking to me because I'm just being a knucklehead. Or sometimes I'm, I'm talking and you can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> can't relate to that at all. Oh, not at all. Right. No matter what, he is committed to us. He is loyal yeah. to us. Amen. And as we spend time with him, he gives us the capacity to do the same thing for ourselves and for others. Yeah. He's, so true. he's looking for that friend. I feel like we had this discussion, was it last week, two weeks ago, must be, um, but it, it really hit me when I, and I didn't come up with this. I'm not this smart. Um, I heard it from somebody else of, about uh, in Revelations, the, the, the person that, that Jesus chose to give revelations to was the one that called himself the one that Jesus loved, right? Like it, it was his friend. It was his friend. It's the friend of Jesus. And that's the relationship that he's really calling us to. And Courtney, you can talk about, because when we talked about this before, Courtney really has this great visual of like, John's the one that like put his head, right? Rested his head on daddy's. Uh, you speak about it, Courtney, cause you'll do it better <laughs> than I will. I just run through it. Like I just ramble, but Courtney's succinct. So I will let her speak about it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, there's levels of relationship really, right? There's, there's, um, there was the multitude and they knew of Jesus. They knew about Jesus. They didn't really know him. So that was the multitude, those that he stood before and he spoke and he ministered to them and, and they were blessed. But then there was the disciples, the 12. And for the most part, they knew of him. They knew about him. Um, they knew him somewhat intimately, but then you had the three and the three, they really spent a lot of time with him, getting to know him, knowing his teachings, knowing, you know, the ins and out of Jesus, not just what he did in front of people, but what he did behind the scenes. They sat with him. But then there was the one who just pushed all boundaries and laid on his chest. And he, I mean, think about that for a second. Laid on his chest where his heart was. Mm -hmm. Getting his heart. If you want a picture of intimacy. That's it. That's it. Drop the mic. We're done. And the thing is, is that that's available. That's available to anyone. And that's what I really want here to Absolutely. hear for you to hear us say is that, that like that's available for anyone. That's not for Courtney. That's not for Amari. That's not for Jackie. That's not for me. That is for anyone. Um, and actually, the bottom line is, is you pretty much get to choose what level that you're at. You know, mm -hmm. he's obviously got to call you first is going to call you based on your intimacy and where you're willing to go to right mm -hmm. like are you willing to be 
is it good enough for you to be in the masses, in the multitudes? Or are you the one that wants to be the one laying your head and the one that was chosen? Like that's really up to where you're going to allow your relationship to go. Wow. And when you really think about that, to the degree that you choose to do this is to the degree you can endure, to the degree that you can stand strong, to the degree that you are spiritually solid and sound. Absolutely. To be able to stand. For John to do that, go back and look at everything that he went through to have those visions deposited into him. He went to the point of death. You can't do that in your own strength. No, 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 no. You can only do that by knowing intimately the one who empowers you to do what he's made you to do and be. Mm -hmm. Only and, way we're ever And be. trusting in him. Yes. Right? And a lot right. of times that's what gets in our way is not trusting him. And we're not trusting him usually because we still have things that we need to work out with him that we haven't dropped at his feet. And spending time with a person is what builds that. Absolutely. I just also want to speak into though, the women that are just starting or the women that feel like I, I want to have that John relationship, but I'm out here at the mag, you know, in the, in the multitudes right now, because, because I don't want you to think that there's a despair in that. Right. Like, and, and because a lot of what I hear a lot of women is like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to get in there to do that. And what I would just really speak into you about is start small start somewhere small that you're going to be successful at because what will happen is if you try to take it all on and try to do what everyone else is doing in the way that everyone else is doing you are going to feel like you're failing and it's going to cycle you back down into like places that we, we just are inviting the enemy and that's not where we want to be start somewhere small start somewhere successful feel do what works for you specifically mm -hmm. like i mean people can give you like lots of ideas and that's lovely but something of the all those ideas are going to resonate with you and do that and just start really small in that like you don't have to start a whole hour reading the Bible every single day. Like, 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 let's not put those expectations or those pressures on, but just start somewhere small, be mm -hmm. successful in that. And once you're successful like in that, it's the taste and see, right? Like I come back to the, the scriptures around taste and see, like once you get a taste of that little small thing and doing that well with, with God, you're going to be like, uh, can I get a little more? It's like me and chocolate cake. Like, can I get just a little bit more of that? Um, and pretty soon you're doing all kinds of stuff. And then people are looking at you like, what, how'd you do that? What are you doing? You know, like, so start small, be successful and you'll taste it. You'll see it. And you'll, you'll want more. Yeah. Jackie, can you speak into that a little bit? Yeah. So that's actually what I did. Um, what was it about a month ago, two months ago, where I, I was feeling stuck. I was feeling discouraged. Um, I'm not hearing from God, but yeah, I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do. And then the question came, what am I doing wrong? Um, so my first instinct was to reach out to people, um, and ask for suggestions. And I think I want to touch on, you know, how important it is to reach out to people, um, because you're, you're not going through this alone. You're not struggling with this alone. Um, and there is so much 
power and strength in prayer and fellowship. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're going through this, you know, don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Uh, Reach out for help. Reach out. Ask those questions. Um, But part two of that is to tread lightly for what their response is and what they say. Um, because of course, out of everyone's loving hearts, they want to, they want to help. And so they're throwing all these ideas at you say, Hey, maybe try this, try this podcast, try this book, um, try worship, try reading the Bible, try prayer this way. Um, so, and that's for their good intentions, right? They want, they want you to have that relationship. They want you to succeed. They want you to feel good and loved. Um, so that's just good intentions. Um, so when you do reach out for help, I guess part B is like, you know, tread lightly and, um, with the suggestions that are thrown at you, um, you know, and that's not to say that you can't try those things. Again, it's kind of what Brenda said earlier. It's about finding what works for you. Um, and it is also kind of like trial and error too. Um, you try something and it doesn't work out. Okay, try something else. Um, and also maybe what works for me today hasn't worked for me in the past or will not work for me tomorrow. Um, so I think it's also important to take it day by day, um, really look at your time with God as um, a daily necessity, just like, you know, when you have to eat breakfast or shower or drink your water, um, that time with God is a daily necessity. But same with eating, when you sit down and eat, you need to do that daily, but you're probably not going to eat the same meal three times a day, day after day, day after day. Um, It's going to look different. It's going to be different, um, but you're still getting that nourishment. And I think it's the same thing with God. It's going to look different every single day. Um, But you're, as long as you're getting that spiritual nourishment, you know, that's all that matters. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Mari, you want to close us out in prayer? Oh, Okay. (laughs) All right. Sure. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Father, for your um, goodness again, Lord God. We can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for us, Father. Thank you for this opportunity to really talk about you, you alone, your, um, your desire for us, Lord God, your pursuit of man, Lord God, I thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord God. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for being with us tonight. I thank you, Lord, that you are about to work, Lord God, on every soul that is watching right now, Lord God, whoever, wherever they're at, Lord God, you will meet them. You will encounter, uh, they will encounter you and you will encounter them, Father. I thank you that you are faithful to just show up for your people again. I thank you, Lord God, that you are just watching them every single time. Thank you, Father God, for being around them, just being with them, even though they don't feel you. Thank you, Father, that you are just faithful when people around them are unfaithful. Thank you for being a father where they don't have a father that they can rely on. Thank, just thank you so much, God, for, who, for, for, for being someone that they need, being someone that they don't have, Lord God. Thank you so much, Lord God, that you are just amazing, that we can talk to you comfortably, Father, that we can just be with you. 
and just enjoy your presence. And again, Father, I thank you for this opportunity to really just um, gather around, just talk about you and your and your loving kindness and your your faithfulness to every people who is seeking for truth, who is seeking for you, Lord God, people who are so tired and weary. Thank you, Father, for rescuing us for those kind of attacks, for, for everything that the enemy is throwing at us, Lord God. I thank you that you are our provider. You are our savior. Thank you so much, Lord. You're just so good to us, Father. Bless in each and every one of us. And I pray for, for the people who are watching this and people who are going to watch on the replay, Lord God. I pray that they will be blessed and they will glorify you and they and you will put a smile on their faces if they are feeling weary or worried or or anxious about anything, Lord God. Father, I pray that you remind them of how 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 powerful you are. You can change anything, anything, Lord God, that they're going through right now in just a blink of an eye, Lord God. I thank you that you are going to remind them of your power, of your love to transform their lives. You're going to remind them of your, your, your faithfulness, your loyalty, Lord God, that you're never, you're never going to leave them nor forsake them, Father. I just pray, Lord God, that you continue to move in our lives, Lord God. And just, I just pray, Father, as well, Lord God, for those people who need salvation, who are in need of salvation, Lord God. I thank you that you're going to meet them wherever they are at, Lord God. And thank you, Father, that from this day on, Lord God, they will never be the same again. And they will build this kind of intimacy that they are desiring. And, 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 as they, as they ask, Father God, as they come to you, you will draw closer to them, Father. Thank you so much again, Father. You're just so good. We just love you. We honor you and we glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, so next month, actually, we're going to be talking about identity. Like our topic next month is going to be identity. Um, so make sure you throw in the comments if you have any questions around that topic, around identity, um, so we can make sure we um, discuss them and answer them next month. But thank you so much. And if you're wanting to speak with us or if you're wanting extra coaching for um, from one of us, you know, make sure you follow our groups. We're going to have the links posted and you can also reach out to us that way. So thank you everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks ladies. Bless you all. Courtney, you'll have to end it. <laughs>